wake up, wake up, From Jerusalem, Israel, this is From the Midwest to the Middle East, the podcast that explores everything new in U.S. and Israeli economy. Here's your host, Philip Stein. I'm really pleased to be having this podcast today. First of all, this episode is brought to you by Philip Stein and Associates, the largest U.S. CPA firm in Israel, providing U.S. tax services to Israelis, Americans, corporations, startups, and anyone else needing them. I have a very special guest. Actually, was in New Jersey at the moment, Ron Shaul from K Health. I think you, my listeners, are going to really uh, get a real vision of the future, which is now taking place in the present, uh, that K-Health has, has uh, discovered. And uh, welcome, Ron. Thank you very much. So let me get right into it. Once upon a time, doctors made home visits, certainly when I was very young. Then patients went to doctor's offices. After that, people started going to emergency room, independent 24-7 walk-in clinics to see a doctor. It seems that K-Health has taken the next step on how people engage with a physician. Can you tell us how K-Health came into existence and how it works? Of course. You know, when me and my co-founders and when we started about the starting K, we didn't think about, let's go to a doctor. We thought about information and personalized information. We thought about like in any other category in our life, like if we want to go travel, we go on, on, the, on the web and we figure out where do we want to go. And if we want to go eat something or buy something, we have a lot of information available for us online. And then look what happens on, on medicine and, and health. You go into Dr. Google and you get misinformation, bad information, information that causes you to be worried or not worried, depends on whatever you read there. Every headache in Google, every headache when you search on Google, you realize it's a brain tumor and it's just wow. not personal. Wow. Wow. So the idea for us was not to think about the doctor visit. It was the idea for us to think about humans, every person out there. We have 7 billion people in the world. Everyone who gets sick asks the same three questions. What do I have? What else could it be? And all, what are the ways to treat it? And that's mm-hmm. why we built K. We built K because we wanted to allow everyone free access to personalized health information. And then when they are educated, when they are informed about the health, they can make a better decision. One of the decisions will be, I need to see a doctor because I need a prescription. That's how we try to reverse engineer our our health journeys. We we call them health journeys. And And I think everyone watching this, listening to this can relate. As you said, those are those are the three questions. You're right. That's going to, everyone is going to nod their head. And I think uh, people do want access and not just through Google. Um, and especially during these times of, of the novel coronavirus, when people have been forced to stay at home, is K-Health in the right place at the right time? Fortunately, when it's an unfortunate pandemic, you know, I never, I never thought we are going to live through that. But um, a pandemic is, is a perfect storm for K. Okay? We, uh, we have seen a massive growth in every aspect on our platform. We have millions of people are using us monthly. Uh, to understand the health, to interact with our AI systems, and tens of thousands are using us for doctor consultation, medication, refills, general consultations, anxiety and depression management. We have grown our physician organizations from several tens of people to hundreds of people now. 
uh, we have seen 400% increase in, um, in our utilization in our, in our usage product. Things are really showing signs that the pandemic really forced us as a society to think about healthcare and why everything that we see today is really not scalable. And I think there was a big change in people trust. And no, I don't need to see the doctor in order to get care. I can actually interact with the doctor on a platform that allows me to access in a way that it's convenient and less risky than going and entering a, a medical practice anytime there is in here. I don't know how it was in Israel, but where I live in New Jersey, right outside of Manhattan, we have experienced the epic center in the COVID um, during the month of April. It was just really tough being here. The isolation, the fact that everything really shut down, the fact that you cannot interact, people just didn't go to see doctors and, and they found those alternatives as application like Kate to be a very, a very good alternative and not become the, becoming the prime choice. It's like, why would I want to go back to that experience? Well, I think the leading coupon I read read about when I was reading about your company's Kupat Cholim Maccabi, which is sort of in the front runner of you know being able to talk to a physician. Um, I know some of the other Kupot have adapted it as well, but it seems the key to your app, and I did experiment with it, is that you have this very large database, which really goes up across a very wide demographic spectrum. How, how did you accumulate so much data? You mentioned Maccabi. Maccabi is our partner in Israel. Um, Professor Varda Shalev and the CEO of Maccabi, Ransar, together with my co-founder, Alon Bloch, and the CEO of the company. Four of us were basically brainstorming about a three and a half, four years ago, can we build a smart enough intelligent system that will not replace the doctor, but can mimic a differential diagnosis for doctor? You, you're in the control. The, the, the thing that people really love, our millions of users who use K, they love to be in the control. Now, when you go through the symptoms and attributes that K asks you in order to help you understand what you have based on people like you, you now have the freedom and the capability to basically decide if you want to engage with a doctor. Not everybody in that point decide to do that, which is the beauty about it. Mm -hmm. Because I tell you what, if you have a headache for three days, it doesn't mean it's a brain tumor yet. It's not. It's most likely still a tension headache. And mm -hmm. if you are able to understand that most people like you an attention headache just took ibuprofen and waited out, you most likely will do the same. People just don't necessarily prone to go to the doctors. But if that headache is a migraine or something more severe and you are able to understand it now, then by a click on a button, you can just basically summon, bring the doctor to you. We have an on-demand system. You're not making an appointment. You press on a button and 15 minutes from now, you're going to be texting with a certified, board certified physician. Our platform also works in Israel, and you will do it with a, if you're a Maccabi uh, member, you will do it with a Maccabi after hours, after six o'clock, you're going to be able to, to text with a, with, a, with a Maccabi doctor. You in the driver's seat decide if you need or not need to see a doctor, and if you do, that doctor comes to you, as opposed to you going to a doctor. On your U.S. platform, do these doctors work exclusively for you, or, or are they... The vast majority of them will work for us. We are a great believer in alignment of vision 
our doctors are helping us building K because K listens to everything the doctors had to say to you and improve itself. And we almost think about the doctors and our AI together augmenting each other. Most of the doctor will be employed by us. We're always gonna allow them some time to practice medicine. We like that, for example, they have one shift a week uh, in, in an ER or in a clinical setting, but they will be hired and managed by our own operation. When you're going through your app and, and your a, the AI is, is working uh, behind the scenes, do you always end up to a general practitioner or do you sometimes get to specialists? Sometimes you will end up figuring out based on the information system that what you require is actually a specialist. And you would also know what kind of specialist because it's part of the reason people, I think people really like K is that it's not just about what do I have, it's like what should I do with it? I have this ear pain. Is that a general practitioner or is that an ENT? And is that ENT should understand, should be able to do an earring test? Would I need an earring test or would I not? Like all those kind of complexities where most people get lost. Most of us, when we interact with the healthcare system, really get lost. Don't know where to go. Do not necessarily know what specialties. We lose a lot of time and a lot of money in this case. So yes, K will help you, guide you through your health journey. So as a parent and also as a grandparent, it seems to me that your app, uh, K Health is would be a godsend to parents. Okay, with young children, it it just saves the parents from taking a doctor's going to a doctor's office, exposing perhaps their kids to other kids who are really sick. Saves a lot of travel time. Are, are, do you find that the pediatrics is that a large portion of your clientele? Well, uh, it will be. Um, we are launching our AI and our uh, KMD, which is our service with a doc text with a doctor. Uh, very soon, uh, and we believe that, like exactly like you said, it will be a, a significant part of our of our product. At the moment, K is only available for adults, but anytime uh -huh. soon, next several months will be available. Okay, that's great. So let me go to the other end of the the age spectrum. H how do seniors deal with your technology? You know, when when we built K, I was worried about it. Um, a lot of care and healthcare happens in the obviously nothing new here. As older you are, as more prone for, uh, for healthcare needs you are. Um, and I was worried about it in the beginning when we built the product. Like, will people use it that are not tech savvy? And that's why we beat K naturally as a conversation platform. When you download K, you don't have menus. You basically texting. Right. And texting, most of us, even my mom is able to text really efficiently. Mm -hmm. And she's 76 years old, really don't have any apps on her iPhone more than the Ynet and kind of a basic stuff that you would expect there. But texting, she knows. So that kind of less friction gazes the ability to engage those population. And we found that a lot of our users are coming from that older demographic. Our users are across the board, all ages. Anyone who's curious about health will download K and in about three minutes can figure out what does he have. And that's a powerful, powerful uh, moment. So in my last question to you, and I'll phrase it the following. It's not that long ago that I remember people discussing, would people move from shopping at bricks and mortar to online? 
and they would show, you know, online took us a very small percentage of the Christmas season. And, and now we live at a time where bricks and mortar may very much be in jeopardy as, as a, you know, as malls are having to rethink themselves. When you think of your vision, or if we were having this conversation five years from now, how, how do you see primary health care being consumed that that's a that's a fascinating question. I um I think we're going to see a tremendous shift. I think it's going to turn upside down. Um, I will give you the numbers. Practically, utilization of telemedicine and remote care in the U.S. was around 0.17 percent of all claims in America. Meaning, if you look at the total amount of consultation, the part was that was virtual, remote, was about 0.17%. Mm-hmm. Through the course of the pandemic, we have seen about four, five, almost 5,000% increase now where the utilization stands around 7 or 8%. Mm-hmm. And what you will see primary care is going to be digital first. There is a term people call here what we consider to be the digital front door for the health journeys. And most people, I think, will choose to interact with healthcare, with healthcare first, remote, and then only secondary, if required, going into a visit. And I will tell you one more thing. We see that we can resolve 90% of the cases that people come and use our platform. Nine zero. Wow. And we deal, and I tell you, this is not a cold and cough allergies platform. People coming with abdominal pain and back pain and anxiety, panic, panic attack, you, you name it. And with the delivery of medication that is now being uh, integrated into a platform and with the ability to send devices, we now treating people that has the ability to measure their oxygen in the blood with devices that are connected to our app, you're basically reaching a very broad resolution. So question is to be asked, unless reimbursement was there and unless people were doctor were getting paid because you've been into a clinic, there would not be those visitation. People would have moved online. And I think that's what's gonna happen now. Reimbursement in America, paying for a doctor visit will align with how consumers would like to use healthcare, which is remote care. And most journey will start like that. I think I still think the primary care will be the most pivotal part in the health journey. I really believe so. A good primary care make a, lot, a very significant difference on your overall health outcome. But those primary care will adapt to online first, digital first kind of uh, platforms. So my conclusion is that when I tell my children, the doctor used to come to our house, which is not done anymore, probably they will tell their children, they used to go to the doctor's office and their kids will say, who, who does that anymore? So I think you're, you're in the right place at the right time. My listeners want to follow the journey of K-Health or, or download the app or read about your company? Where can they get that information from and the app? Well, the, basically, the best way is to go to the app store and download K, K-Health. Uh, that's the application. And also go on our website, khealth.ai, um, to see more information. 
All right. Well, I thank you very much, and I hope to uh, see you the next time, not in the COVID-19 uh, framework in each other's homes. And we uh, look forward to you. I think your success will be, be enjoyed by everyone, quite frankly, from what I'm Thank what you very much. Really appreciate that. It really be good, to, good opportunity to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. Feel free to visit us at www.pstein.com or look for Philip Stein and Associates on Facebook and LinkedIn.